Hello everyone. Welcome to Yashoda Hospital's online segment, Know Your Doctor Session. Telemedicine is relatively a new concept, but with rapid changes in technology over the past few years, telemedicine has turned into complex integrated service, which is now popular in healthcare system. I'm Dr. Lakshmi and joining us, we have Dr. Vignesh Naidu, consultant physician from Yashoda Hospital's Sikhindrabad. Welcome doctor. So the world is changing and healthcare is changing. So there's a lot of confusion and different names like telehealth, telemedicine, digital health and virtual healthcare. So doctor, do they all mean the same? Telemedicine, telehealth, they would all mean the same. It, the very concept or the ideology of a telemedicine is that the patient and the doctor connect virtually over an audio video platform or an audio exclusive platform where certain apps have been coming in is that they create a uniform electronic health record where the conversations and what transpires between the doctor and the patient is recorded in a legally producible format and uh, the diagnostics which have been advised the prescriptions which have been conveyed and the reports are also uploaded onto some similar uh, platforms and where these are stored for a set period of time which makes it a lot more convenient for both the patient and the physician or the surgeon to have access to the reports at any given point. But yes, multiple uh, different uh, abbreviations or synonyms for the same, but yes, they basically imply the virtual format of consultation rather than a physical one. So doctor, telemedicine, which is relatively a new concept in today's world. So tell us, how does that work? I mean, what equipment is needed? Uh, given the urban scenario, uh, the audio video consultation basically would require a smart electronic device like a phone uh, which has got a good camera and uh, good internet connectivity. Uh, that would imply from the patient side of it and from the medical point of it which is normally in a in hospital setup. You would require a good bright room, a good sourced light environment. Um, you would require a good communications device and you require a system where a prescription can be generated from the physician's aspect of it. For the more advanced uh, telemedicine platforms, we do have information devices which throw out relevant uh, information points to the addressing physician or the paramedical person on the other end in terms of vitals, in terms of the heart rate, the oxygen saturation, the blood sugar levels, the ECGs which are uploaded to the platform and that would enable to address any real time scenarios. Equipments have also come out in terms of examining the eye, the inner ear, uh, skin lesions can be picked up with say dermatoscopes. So it is evolving. The concept of telemedicine is constantly evolving and uh, with growing time I think this would definitely be a force multiplier in a country like ours where there is a significant amount of divide within the requirement and the availability of medical services across both the urban as well as the rural populations. Oh wow, I think that's great because only simple equipment is needed for teleconsultation especially for patients. So I think that's amazing and it's tremendous as to how the medical healthcare has evolved and the way we are practicing medicine today. So do you think this is beneficial more for the patients? It is definitely beneficial to the patients because uh, there's a significant amount of wait time which is reduced. Transport expenditure and time spent on commuting also tends to come down and so does your waiting time outside the doctor's cabin. 
but uh, that being given yes there are certain scenarios where the audio video or the telemedicine is much more suitable and there are certain scenarios where a physical format of the consultation is much more applicable or valid rather but yes overall uh, for a patient who finds it hard to move about people who are bedridden of uh, certain geriatric age groups or also pediatric age groups or people who do not have the availability of a family member or attender to get them in a physical uh, consult this av or telemedicine is a much more easier and apt way to address uh, immediate or impending health issue i think that's great so doctor you've just mentioned that is this is more beneficial for patients who are more bedridden or who cannot travel uh, long distance or the pediatric age group so what are the general common conditions which are easily treatable via telemedicine the ideal scenario for a telemedicine consult would be that we would try to avoid any acute complaints or presentations where you are facing a serious or a semi serious health issue for the first time the most comfortable formats or ideal patients would be chronic health patients like say diabetes asthma cardiac failure patients or chronic patients of uh, coronary artery diseases patients who have or have recovered from stroke uh certain times even departments like uh, dermatology when you have skin issues mental health illness patients find a significant amount of usage in this telemedicine format without ideally exposing themselves to the risk of getting infected or contaminating infections from a common pooled area where you normally wait in a given clinic or a hospital type of center and telemedicine also enables uh, multiple consultations uh, at the same time with a drastically reduced amount of wait period so yes it is definitely beneficial for patients in such a scenario i think that's rightly said so apart from the chronic uh, health conditions i think we have seen a huge surge especially during the pandemic period so how did you handle that Uh, during the pandemic period uh, we did handle both uh, cases related to the pandemic and also chronic illnesses like what we just mentioned in terms of hypertension diabetes renal issues uh, th- and the things like that uh, but during the pandemic though we had a significant amount of patients whom we had addressed in this format uh, there was also a significant uh, lag in the requisites we would take complaints on face value of what patients had said not all of our patients had the required equipments in terms of monitoring the blood pressures all the pulse oximeter in terms of the heart rate and the oxygen saturations and uh, it would be purely transactional and we didn't have a continuous way to keep monitoring these patients who were at home so they were a certain uh, deficiencies or drawbacks that we have noticed and we are trying to build up on that so that we address not just the transactional care but also chronic care of patients uh, from our end but uh, that being said patients in terms of diabetes in terms of asthma in terms of pediatric groups it was a significant amount of help so that we were still able to stay in touch with our patients address the day to day concerns of their issues uh, ensure that their values have been within the you know required parameters and things are not going haywire but yes so telemedicine did definitely get a boost during the covid scenario or the pandemic we have seen a drop in the telemedicine once the physical part of the consultations or the ops have started again so we are trying to build a model where we can work a sustained uh, uh, you know outreach to our patients especially from the rural areas or people who come to us from the neighboring states so that we can still maintain the same kind of care with 
a reduced amount of say travel burden or time constraint or financial expenditure which is uh, you know undertaken by them just to have a consult with the specialist required i think that was incredible because the tertiary healthcare was delivered to the rural areas especially during the peak covid times when it was needed the most so let's discuss about the drawbacks what are the challenges the consulting doctor would face during the consultation via telemedicine uh well uh, the most uh, common drawback for us as physicians is that uh, we have to take the complaint at a face value see patients sometimes especially say chronic uh, illness patients like diabetes are not able to describe a pain very specific to the area where it is it's just because of the way their uh, the say pain feedback system is impaired so a patient whom we would normally say as a chest pain uh, maybe a diabetic could say as if he's got uh, uneasiness over his abdomen or the shoulder or the hand sometimes we tend to miss out on very clinic important clinical findings when we do not get to examine the patient real time and sometimes uh, immediate investigations like uh, say an ecg or an echo or an emergency blood test to help decide whether it is an life threatening problem or not tends to get delayed in a scenario where we do where we do consult primarily on an audio visual format so there are certain drawbacks but i think day by day uh, multiple different formats multiple different hospitals and uh, healthcare providers are working towards addressing such kind of issues where a lag in between assessing what is absolutely crucial and what needs to be done immediately is addressed so that the time lag between uh, con- conclusively saying that the person has got patient has got a uh, you know a priority one condition as against a regular complaint so that no threat to life or loss of life or comorbidity tends to occur so i think with going time uh, i think such healthcare providers will only get stronger and especially in a country which is as huge as ours i think we need to get there uh, especially towards the semi urban or the rural populations yes i think i absolutely agree with you on this part so do you think this is going to cut down on the healthcare cost on a longer run and do you think it's going to be more beneficial for the patients especially yes in the long term if you look at it yes the cost will definitely come down in terms of uh, say palliative care where the patient who is uh, relatively sick has to be transported uh, say from their residence or the primary healthcare center to the specialist uh, wait time for the consult then again undergo certain amount of rest so the duration of wait relatively becomes long before they head back so all of these disadvantages can be overcome when we have a long standing chronic care program set in place especially in this model where it is a hybrid between both the audio visual or the telemedicine uh, aspect of it and also a uh, say a trained paramedic or a trained uh, physician at place where you can directly relay the required input to the specialists uh, who are uh, handling or treating this particular patient so in the long term yes it is definitely beneficial to the patient but like i said acute scenarios should not be addressed uh, over the audio visual format or the telemedicine format it is only during the chronic care that you tend to utilize this more relatively safe and uh, the second place where we see a significant amount of um, uh, utility for this particular telemedicine is taking second opinions you get to access the best of the specialist across the country across the globe for that matter uh, so that your decision making time significantly comes down especially when a interventional procedure or a, a potentially risky therapy is being uh, instituted 
so it make it helps the family of the patients or the loved ones uh, take an informed decision so that you are abreast with the latest uh, medical skill set which is required so that you can confidently put your trust on your treating physicians or the surgeons who are there i think that's incredible because the time is saved and the money needed to travel is also saved and uh, i think that's a wonderful concept so before ending this episode tell us how do you see the future of telemedicine in india is going to be like uh, telemedicine is definitely here to stay uh, it will definitely increase over the period of time because uh, the pandemic has kind of surged the usage of telemedicine so people especially in the urban and the semi urban settings have had a taste of how easy it is to consult somebody there are a certain amount of drawbacks but they can definitely be addressed the rate at which we are progressing but what we need to try and understand is that we build up a robust primary healthcare facility where such kind of consultations are accessible to people both in the semi urban or the tier 1 or tier 2 towns and including the rural area so that the quality of healthcare is at par with the rest of the urban population and uh, secondly with the onset of such kind of electronic platforms uh, electronic dispensation of drugs and uh, live uh, sampling of blood tests and real time relay of parameters helps the speed of consultation and the speed of diagnosis and obviously once these are in place your primary complaints or symptomatic improvement also takes place fast so if you are able to shrink the time for you know arrival to departure from an e consult to what it is around 30 minutes at this point of time to say within 5 minutes i think this would definitely be the right way to go telemedicine allowing healthcare professionals to evaluate diagnose and initiate the treatment at a distance is an alternate to in person visit I think patients are increasingly drawn to the concept of healthcare being delivered to the doorsteps than vice versa. So thank you doctor for joining us. It was wonderful talking to you.